Hey there, and welcome to Yes, a Stripper Podcast. On this podcast, we'll discuss how classifying each other as people and workers is dangerous to society and marginalized groups of people. We'll also talk about the climate in and outside of the strip clubs and all of the amazing things that strippers do. And of course, we'll talk about all of the things in between. I'm your queen, A.M. Davies, and this is Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Oh, you did? How how Lovely, how sweet. Joyous uh, occasion. It looks like just champagne, though. It doesn't look like there's any juice in there. It's just a splash of a raspberry lemonade. You know, you could just say I'm drinking alcohol at I'm one in the afternoon and not have to mention that you added juice to it and not feel bad about I'm that. just drinking. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's actually a really great idea. And um, I should also be doing that. And yeah. you've, you've inspired yeah. me. Thank you for being my muse. I might, I might start doing that after this recording. Why not? Um, so, you know, let's say who you are, because I think that's a great opening. We're just going to start there. You guys, yeah. I, I'm on the line with Lily Moon right now. Hi. That's me. Hi. That is you. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have rainbow eyeshadow on right now. I know. You know, this pandemic has proved that I am the laziest person ever, and I already kind of knew that, but... Mm. I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, I Yeah, but I was looking at your Instagram account and you just do so many like selfie shoots and shit, you know, which is great. But like, that means you're putting on all that makeup at home just to shoot quarantine selfies. Yeah. Or sometimes I just like, just put on like, I mean, like I'll do like little basics and I'm like, okay, just to like take a photo. But yeah. uh, The other day I was like, you know what? You have nothing else to do right now suck it up, go put some makeup on, and take some goddamn pictures for all your crap and your OnlyFans and your Instagram and your, you know, just do it. Yeah. And just like, and then take a few different things so that you don't have to do anything else for the rest of the week. Totally. Yeah. So how often do you do that? Do you like, you know, prep your content? Um, I like, I try, I mean, I try to post, uh, daily or every other day. Yeah. So, um, it's like it's like super hit and miss. Like sometimes I'll just be like, no, I don't have anything to post, so I just I just need to go post something. So right. Again, suck it up and put some makeup on, or I'm just like too lazy and I'm like, well, I'm not super broken out today. I'll just do it without makeup. But so like like the more like the more money you need, the more balls to the wall you go, basically. Yeah, the more I post. When I'm like, I'm not making as much money this week. I'm going to post more. So you have, how many followers do you have now on Instagram? On Instagram, I, 72,000. 72,000. Yeah. And that, like, that becomes a serious commitment once you start hitting those types of numbers, right? Yeah. It's people, it's like, it ends up being this, it's like just an all day job. Yeah. All of a sudden. You're just like, even if you don't mean to, you get notifications. We we all check our phone all day throughout the day. So then I end up being on there and it's not just like shooting shit as much anymore as it's like monetizing, monetizing. I have to post for this brand or yeah, so you're you're posting. Yeah, so the the reason why you know I I wanted to bring you on the podcast and talk to you is. Um, because, well, A, we used to work together, so, you know, I categorize you as a stripper, and I know that you don't necessarily, so we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, and also, because you went viral, and, um, you know, I, I want to talk about that and what that was like for you and how and why you went viral, because it's such a cute story. And then, yeah. um, like, what other people can learn from what you learned from going viral on Instagram as a, as a sexually expressed woman and what that was like. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I really want to get into. So, um, so yeah, you, you, your video of you eating pizza went viral, and then your Instagram account blew up, right? Can yeah. you just walk us through that story? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, well, it was Cricket birthday, and uh, a customer had ordered pizza for her, essentially, but, you know, Cricket, she's like, everyone. Sure, yeah. Pizza. So, I had just eaten a slice, and realized I was next and I was like I just want like like we've all eaten on stage but like I 
just was like, I just want to go up there and just, yeah, I don't want to do anything. I'm yeah. not going to dance. I'm not going to twerk. Like, I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to miss pizza. And I just, I hope people don't, like, boo at me. Yeah. And so I asked uh, one of our other coworkers to film it and just was like, mm, see what happens, you know? And I just thought it was, like, a silly thing. And I posted it the next day. Yeah. And it just like overnight it had a million views and I kind of had a mini panic attack because I was like, oh no, <laughs> society doesn't like us. So how is this going to go over? Like, are yeah. people just going to be really, really mean to me? And like, I've always been like, a, I don't give a fuck kind of person, but that is a lot very quickly. And all of a sudden I was just like, oh no. Right. What, are, what is everyone going to think? Like, am I going to get attacked by the whole world right now? So, right. It's a really weird situation. Did you get trolled on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, it was mostly positive, but yeah, there were a lot of comments. And, and like, again, it was like the first time anything had happened to me like that. So, every time, like, a huge page would post it. I would just sit and read the comments all day and just mm. like, you know, someone sees something mean and I'd like say something back and yeah. I just, I'm slowly learning that like, I can't always just sit and like police the comments Yeah, because there are always going to be douchebags and people don't like tax workers. So. Yeah. And, and it's so, it's almost futile, right? It's like there a lot of times changing their mind. No, exactly not. And the, and not in that medium anyway, not, yeah. not through like banter in a comment section. And it's just so, that can be so emotionally draining Yeah, to constantly like educate people who are just terrified of you. Yeah. There's so many people like, oh, like she clearly doesn't have a dad. And I'm like, my dad's my best friend, and I'm like, always like, my dad's my best friend. Like, yeah, he thought this video was hilarious. Fuck you. Yeah, that's my favorite. Like, oh, way to make your parents proud. I'm like, oh, actually, they're like they super are. proud. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm. My dad was like hunting down every article he could find when I went viral. He thought it was so funny and cool. That's awesome. But I had like blew up. Way to go, like, dad. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Now, here's the thing, though. You're a pizza slut. I'm a pizza slut. Yeah, like, samesies. <laughs> I'm a huge pizza slut. But but did you get, like, more dedicated to the pizza after that video went viral? Well, I did get a pizza tattoo. But, <laughs> like, I, you know, the funny thing is, is, like, I mean, there were even, like, a handful of girls, a couple that we even worked with that were, like, you weren't the first to do that. And they were, like, mad about it. And I was, like, well, I never said I was the first to do it. And I didn't mean for it to go viral. Like, it was an accident. Right. But, like, I know one girl was, like, oh, I ate pizza, like, two years ago. And I was, like, well, I ate pizza six years ago at Crazy Girls. But, like, but I didn't film it. But, like, I still don't think I did it first. Like, nobody did it first. Right. It's not like you were, like, hey, you guys, I'm the first person ever to eat pizza on a stage. This is my mention. Um, and I also planned this viral video. I, I planned this viralness. Um, so yeah, I'm the first. Yeah. (laughs) So it was, it was like, it was, it was more frustrating when like, I knew that a couple of coworkers and like, and other dancers were salty about it. Cause I was like, aren't we supposed to be like helping each other? Like, this is only like getting promotion for the club. So more people are going to come in. Like, you know, it's a bad thing. Right. It's, it's good for, it's good for everybody at the end yeah. of the day. And it, but it was mostly, I mean, in all honesty, it was mostly good for you. You benefited the most from it, which is fine. It was your content, you know, yeah. but that's the reality. Um, yeah. did, did people, did you find that people came into the club that were like, Oh my God, I, I came yeah. here because I saw your viral video. Yeah. A handful of people have come in and like, like one day I was sitting at the bar and there were these two dudes sitting like, I was kind of sitting at the kind of like corner of it. Yeah. And there were these two dudes talking and they were like talking about the pizza stripper. Like one time this girl like pizza here and I was like, they have no idea it was me. And so I'm like sitting there like watching them like talk about it. And then they looked over and I was staring at them and I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and they were like, this girl one time. I was like, that, that, that was me. <laughs> and they were like, oh. But it's funny because like nobody can, like the, the lighting, you know, it's like nobody... 
Yeah, I I can see that. Yeah, because it's red and kind of blurry, and then, yeah, it wasn't, like, close up on your face. But your hair, like, your hair, for those of you who aren't familiar with Lily and aren't watching the YouTube video, Lily's hair is, like, blue, purple, green, rainbow, like, burgundy. There's no green in it right now. But um, it's just, like, a tiny bit. It's just so, like, unique and standout, you know, so. And you can never see it at work. Yeah. Oh, it bums me out. Oh, yeah. Rainbow, and I'll do like this rainbow makeup, and my hair's all rainbow, and no one. Were those red lights really? Really? So at Jumbo's Clown Room, where we used to work, um, there's just all red lights, and everything looks red or beige. Like anything with color on it, just just looks like reddish beige. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. That. Um, they didn't recognize you. I remember something that you had mentioned when this was happening was that like you, you went to an agency or somebody that was like, could handled people like you who were going viral and that helped you. Right. So I signed with a licensing company. So, you know, cause basically, I mean, now I've learned and I watermark everything I post because like at this point people are making fake profiles and trying to get money out of people but right like, when it went viral people just snatched it and like one person stole it and put it on twitter and it like went super crazy on twitter and this girl like got all these followers for it not that it's like whatever you do you but like you jacked my video right and, and so this licensing company hit me up and they were like hey anyone who posts your video needs to pay you for that so if you sign with us then we have a team that goes after them and says hey you either have to take that down you have to pay you know or whatever and so yeah like, all right you guys handle it I don't, I don't know right did that work out for you um i got money i didn't get a lot of money from that but i mean like the fat jewish posted it and they went after him and like he didn't fucking take it down he didn't take he it didn't, down he didn't, yeah and he didn't pay or whatever and he's like notorious for that but he ended up posting it again almost a year later and I just like posted in my stories and was like everyone go like say it on it like in the comments and yeah. I sent a message and then all of a sudden he wrote me back and he's like oh yeah for sure I'll tag you I didn't realize it was yours and I was like because yeah he did because this was a whole thing like a year before where you had a conversation with him where you tried to like say like hey this is mine right yeah I had people comment all over the first one right and he didn't and is that that one alone on his page got four million views and i was like right yeah and wasn't was it his that majors go viral like how did you do you know how the video went like i do it was actually because of a bunch of sex workers so of course it's fantastic um well i think you're in that group on facebook there's a group for sex workers I don't know. I'm added into a lot of groups I don't pay attention okay, to. Fair yeah, enough. on but, Facebook, um, I don't pay attention on Facebook that much. I had posted it, like, on Instagram and Facebook, and then mm-hmm. I, like, sh- shared it from my Facebook into, or I posted it in the group or whatever, and I was just like, haha, like, whatever. Okay. And all these girls commented on, they were like, this is hilarious. We yeah. need to make this go viral. Can we share it? And I was like, well, it's shareable if you go to my page. And so they went to my page, and they all they started, started sharing, sharing it. it. And then yeah within a few hours i was like oh my god yeah that is so so cool yeah so um, i love that it was like specifically sex workers that were like we're making this go far yeah yeah but of course nobody knows that yeah the stuff that we do behind the scenes that we never get credit for oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine it's fine okay. like all the things yeah yeah um so you know, when I asked you to be on this podcast, you said that, you know, you, it might be a little weird because you don't identify as a stripper. Yeah. Can you explain your stance on that? Yeah. So basically I've just like, I've had, I can't even tell you how many times in the seven years I've been dancing, I've had people come in either because they were just randoms who came into the club or especially after I went viral coming in to see me because they saw me on the internet. And then they're like, when do you take your clothes off? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't. Mm-hmm. They're like, but 
you're a stripper at a stripper. And I'm like, mm, yes and no, because we do like all the same stuff except that, you know. And like, I've I've had guys get like pissed and walk out. And so at this point, when people are like, you're a stripper, I'm like, well, but kind of not, like. Right. FYI, because if you're expecting to see me naked, it's not going to happen. So I I certainly don't, I mean, I just got a sex worker tattoo. I'm like, hi, I'm a sex worker, and I'm definitely not trying to shy away from. Right. You know, it, it's that, almost that like, thing, but yeah. It's like, it's. I mean, I just did an interview, too, where this guy was like, so you're a stripper. And I, and I said, I was like, well, yes and no, and here's why, because... It is, like, essentially the same exact thing, but I just, I don't do that one part that is the word, you know. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I'm glad to hear that. It's almost like you feel you don't have the street cred to use the label. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, again, I'm I'm a super proud sex worker, and I want to tell the fucking world, but I'm just, like, you're not going to see that though. Like just so you know. <laughs> you know right. What? So just, just to um, create context for anybody who doesn't know. So where we danced at, at Jumbo's clown room, it's a bikini bar and um, the law where we are at, we're not allowed to show our nipples or um, we're not even allowed to wear thongs really on stage, but we try, we try to get away with it. <laughs> and we, <laughs> yeah. And then we also like, I was trying to wear like see-through bras as shit for like the last five years working there. Like, you know, when Karen wasn't around, I would be wearing see-through bras and shit so people could see my nipples. Um, so I, I pushed the boundaries a lot, but you're, you're not one to do that. I've never yeah, seen well, you. I've, I've never I've never done full nude anything. I've always done implied nude, and, and I, at this point, want to keep it that way, but who knows, because anything can change on a dime with me. Like, I'll like, just randomly be like, well, I decided I'm going to do this now, and then, like, <laughs> full force jump into it. So, yeah. you know, who knows? But, yeah. yeah, at this point, I just, like, it. it's like people, I mean, I'm known across the whole world as the pizza stripper, so I'm not like, hey, no, I'm not, you know, but it's just yeah. like, yeah, but just so you know, if you come in, that's not. Yeah, you know. and also at Jumbo's, we didn't hustle dances, which is which is a, another distinction at a lot of strip clubs where you walk in and there's, you know, where there's just hot sales chicks walking around all night. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And like, and I, you know, I worked at Cheetahs and I worked at Crazy Girls. And so like, even like at Crazy Girls was like the most strip club like, because it's like, you right. Had, the the $20 dance like out on the floor or you had the VIP rooms where it you know went up to like an hour or whatever yeah um so you know I've, I've done it all minus actual taking my clothes off but yeah, yeah. It's just, I just have some like you know I to, to my friends and to myself and the people around me I'm like yeah stripper 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 but when other people are like oh you're a stripper I'm like well yes and no this is why yeah so hmm. I would say like my, my personal opinion is that at Jumbos, we are strippers because we're still, we're dancing very erotically. We do take yeah. things off. We do take some things off and we do give lap dances. I do. I always take this crop top off. Yeah. <laughs> so you are stripping something off in an erotic type manner. And yeah. so, and it's interesting because it's like, what is the definition of a stripper? That's, like, what I'm kind of, is, like, rolling around in my noggin right now. Um, And, like, is there another place like Jumbo's where that type of bikini, erotic, exotic dance does fall under the umbrella of stripping? Um, Yeah. I'd love to hear what other people think. I'd love to hear what other strippers think about this. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, because... I'm, like, almost in this weird gray area, but not... Because I know most of the girls at Jumbo's have worked at... Yeah, like me. So when I came to Jumbo's Clown Room from the nude clubs and I would hear the dancers calling themselves strippers in the dress room, I would like laugh to myself inside because I'm like, (laughs) you're, you don't know what stripping (laughs) is. Yeah, because where I came from, it was highly competitive, extremely nude, you know, Um, like 
forget about wondering if your tampon string came out of your thong. You had to have zero tampon string, period. Cut it or tuck it or whatever. Um, and then, like, hot lap, hard lap dance hustle. I mean, I was selling, like, on average 40 lap dances a night at $40 a pop. Yeah. You know, so um, so when I got to Jumbos and it's like, oh, you just roll around on stage for five minutes every 45 minutes and then drink in between that yeah. I was like laughing like this isn't real stripping. And then the more I got into it, the more I was like, yeah, it is. It's just different. Yeah. So but in, and so it was also interesting that you had said that because I'm like, but she's like hella naked on her Instagram account. And she doesn't think she's a stripper. So then I'm like, okay, but she's not acting as a stripper when she's nude on the Instagram account. She's a nude model. But it's yeah, like so many like right. But it's levels. at the end of the day, it's like all the same. But at the end of the day, yeah, we're all selling a fucking sexual fantasy at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Which, how fun is that, that we get to do that for our jobs? I couldn't even explain to people how much I love my job. Like, I just, I love that there's, I I don't love that there's so much judgment, but at the same time, I'm just like, it's fascinating to me that people are so, like, I don't know, they're, like, angry about it. I know. Why? I'm so mad. Like, you have your job. I'm sorry if you hate your job. Get a new job. Like, I hated my job. So I yeah. became a dancer, and I fucking love it. Yeah. And now I can't even imagine doing anything else. Right, right. I mean, at this point with the pandemic, I've, like, I've kind of realized through OnlyFans and, like, my Etsy and all that, that, like, I can make a living, and I don't have to go back to Jumbos, but I can't fucking wait to go back to Jumbos. Right. Well, to dance for people yeah. is the most incredible. It's so fun. It's so and, fun. Like, the confidence and just like yeah. oh, everything it's amazing yeah yeah um so you also um you know before we started uh recording um you know one of our producers Mackenzie I, w- I was telling her that I'm wearing this outfit right now um yeah. this is uh an outfit sent to me by my friend Shelby Iona and she owns this little company called Sacred Shapes and she sent me this little pajama outfit it's so uh, cute. Yeah, and it's all satiny and silk, and it's actually probably going to be my new favorite thing to wear around the house when it's 90 degrees <laughs> outside. Um, but I was like, yeah, like, she was like, oh, did she send that for you to talk about on the show, or did she just send it? And I was like, I don't know. I think maybe she just sent it, because people just yeah. send me stuff. I just get yeah. gifts sometimes. And she just, like, laughs, and she goes, oh, that's, like, I love your life. Like, that's amazing. I'm like, you don't understand that stripper life. But, like, yeah, that's literally what being a stripper is. We just get presents all the time. Like, and it's it's so funny because, like, I mean, I understand from the outside looking in because before I ever was in the sex work community at all, if some girl was just getting gifts from a guy, I'd be like, and then, like, as a sex worker in general, a guy would just be like, I want to take you shopping or can I send you something to your P.O. box? And you're like, yeah. People are like, what did you do for that? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I wonder why that I is. Existed. Yeah. Some guys just like to do that. They get off on it. And that's yeah. cool. Like, whatever you're into. But, like. Yeah. But not even just guys. Like, uh, what I've noticed for me as time has gone on, I just, like, have, like, random, all kinds of people send me stuff. And I, I wonder if it's because I spend a lot of time um, advocating for so many other people because as even now, not as a stripper, I'm still getting like gifts. And maybe that's because I believe I deserve gifts. So I'm manifesting gifts constantly. Put it out of the universe and it'll come to you. (laughs) The thing is, I'm not actively thinking that it's just an inherent, it's like a deep embedded belief. Yes. You're like, I deserve these things. And so they come to you. And do you suppose that we believe that we deserve these things because we've just been so accustomed to people just giving us money, giving us drinks, giving us bags of drugs, giving us gifts, like, for years and years, and it's just like, oh, it's just like a normal way of being? This is what happens. Yeah, this is what needs to just happen, because that's what, it's, 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you just get used to it and you're like, but that's, that's, that's the jam. That's my life. Yeah. And it just continues on. I feel like, um, yeah. So what, what's like the, what's the best gift that you've ever gotten from a customer? Um, I went, I think it was when I went to, I went latex shopping. Uh, like for, I got a dress. I remember this. uh, This little, yeah, a little high-waisted shorts set. And and I got this like $200 hat that had like spikes on it. And it was just like, that was cute. So I just wanted it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was hella jealous over that latex thing. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. And I so badly wanted this bodysuit. And that customer was like, we'll come back and get it. And then, and then got mad that I didn't want to date him. And so he stopped talking to me and I was like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's an interesting line, isn't it? Like where they're giving you stuff slash you have to almost pretend like you're going to date them, but you don't want it to go too far. Yeah. That's the, like, there's such a line. I mean, I don't know. I, obviously it's different for every girl. Cause I've seen girls that are just like, all over a dude and then girls who are like, no, I'm not going to date you, but you know, right. more of like the, the dumb aspect of it or whatever. But I mean, with this particular guy, I told him right from the start, I was like, I'm not trying to date. And like, I don't know any man to ever fucking take that as a answer and be like, okay. And like, respect that. So no, of course, course not. like he kept like taking me out shopping and, and all this stuff and then like hoping you would change your mind yeah and like we would just like hang out and it was cool and so it was like basically I knew that we had to like hang out and go do lunch or something to get what you wanted to get all these things yeah, yeah. and and he would always offer them do you want to go shopping do you want this do you want this yeah sure yeah you're offering sure awesome it's so nice of you right and then and then he like exploded on me out of nowhere yeah. He was like, what should we do today when we hang out? And I was like, why don't we go to Lucky Strike? Because they bowling food, you know, booze, like a whole thing. And he like flipped out on me and was like, you're just trying to like not actually hang out with me. And I was like, what part of going to Lucky Strike is not hanging out? I really like bowling. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And he just lost it and then, like, didn't talk to me. Because he wanted intimate time with you. Yeah. Yeah. But why can't we go make out somewhere? Because I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. All good things must come to an end, my friend. Um, Uh, That happens with regulars. Oh, yeah. You can't get used to a regular ever because they're going to like you until they're over you and they're going to look. Well, and then until they realize that you're never, ever going to actually be their girlfriend, it's kind of like being the mistress where it's like he keeps saying, I'm going to leave my wife. I'm going to leave my wife. And he never does. Yeah. And we're the same. We're just the opposite side of the coin. Like, yeah. Oh, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. And then, but we don't. But it's yeah, that's the thing is, is it, we're selling the experience. It's the it's the girlfriend experience. Yeah. You know how and many. It's so nice when you find a guy who actually understands that. Yeah. But more times than not, they don't. They don't. And so, how many times have you heard a guy being like, no, I could tell you like me? And you're like, yeah. You just handed me a 20. So. Yeah, I like I'm money. I'm doing my job. Yeah. Like, that's why you're here. Or you would go to a normal bar and pick up a normal chick. But you're here. You're paying for me to talk to you. And you're convinced I like you. I'm a great actress. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's almost making me think, like, how do so many people not get this very basic shit that we repeat to each other and to the public over and over and over again? So it's like, like, men. what, well, I don't know if it's just men. It's like, maybe we have to educate, like we have to like make like educational videos or something. I like, also, like have a podcast about it and then maybe like, people will like listen to it. Or maybe we can get a, um, maybe we can get uh, some kind of feature on Sesame Street. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so Today's we could. letter is X for sex worker. And we're going to talk about <laughs> sex workers. Kermit, take it. Well, Kermit is not on Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. right. That's the Muppets. Oh, 
Okay. Well, it would be. I would want. Os- well, I would want Oscar the Grouch today. <laughs> I want Oscar the Grouch to represent us on Sesame Street. I think. Oh, that he, would be great. Oh my god. He would be so perfect, wouldn't he? He'd be so perfect. Yeah, because he's stigmatized too, so yeah. he like gets it. Yeah. Like, what's his deal? Well, he's trash. He lives in the yeah. trash can. And everyone thinks we're trash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god. So well, yeah, but you get sent all kinds of stuff now from um like Dolls Kill, like you're some like famous internet model now. No. Tell us your experience. Like what because there's a lot of other women out there that want to be like you. They want to have a lot of followers and be the influencer on Instagram. And so I want to hear like, what are the pros and cons of that for you? Um, I mean, this is like, I mean, there are, obviously there are pros. I, you know, you have companies reaching out to you just based on followings. Like I've noticed that like after I had a following and I had a blue check mark, all of a sudden other people with followings and a blue check mark all of a sudden notice, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're in this club where you're just like accepted and then like mm. other famous people will just follow you when they would have never looked at you Interesting. before. And then, and then brands are like, Oh, do you want to work with us or, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, I can tell you if I didn't have a following, my only fans probably, I wouldn't probably make a chance. Shoot. Right. You know, and, like, monetizing and selling my own merch. Like, it's just, there's, the more of a following you have, the more you can monetize that in some way to, like, make money off of it. Right. Um, well, yeah. And it's super cool to have people that are legitimately just, like, I'm your fan. And I'm like, why? For what? Like, for what? And like, you ate pizza one time. I'm like, yeah, you probably did, too. I'm like, I'm not special for that at all. They're like, you're my number one inspiration. And I'm like, oh okay like it's super cool but it it's it's wild to me i don't get it Mm -hmm. um but then on the other aspect it's like especially being a sex worker in the public eye it's like constant harassment constant shit talking from both sexes but obviously mostly men uh you know i posted a video of me like golfing yesterday and like no one was around so i dropped my pants and i golfed in my underwear and you know there's a handful of people that are like, oh, you're just trying to get attention. And I'm like, and so are you. Yeah, so. So, like, yeah, so. We're even. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Anyone on social media is trying to get attention. Yeah, you dumb idiot. That's why yeah. We're all here. Why do you post anything you post for other people to see it? Like, right. Get out of here. Uh, um. <laughs> so, yeah, and there's definitely pros and cons. It's like, I had somebody the other day that was like, you should film yourself, like, killing yourself so that we can all watch or like you should go live and you get stuff like that watch. You get, yeah and i was like oof, you mad and so i screenshot it and i post it and then this is another pro about having like a bigger following all these people like went to hunt this person down mm-hmm. when i posted it mm-hmm. and they like went to this person's girlfriend and were like this is what your boyfriend is saying to people mm-hmm. and then she wrote me and she was like can you please take this down you're ruining his life, and I ignored her because she was like, can you just block him and move on? Mm. And and I wanted to write her back, but I also was just like, this isn't going to go anywhere. Like, this right. Be, if, if I just block him and move on, then how many other people is he going to do that to? Right. If I blast him to thousands of people, yeah. and all of a sudden he's getting a bunch of people harassing him... Now you know how it feels. Maybe you won't do it again. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Because, like, what's the alternative? How do, how do, how do people get to people? Because, like, when I see trolls, like, I know, I know that they're hurting. And that that's the only reason why. I know it has yeah. nothing to do with me. And, and, and I want to find ways to reach out and teach but it's like it feels like a lost cause because like no matter what you say back is just so incredibly continuously negative yeah 
and there's no there's really no having a conversation so it's like what and do we do so if you call them out exactly like, xyz and and you and you're logical about it then they're just like they don't know what to do with it they're like well you're a dumb whore and you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah but Great see response. that's not offensive though like that doesn't offend like, me um i'm a smart whore and- yeah that see that the dumb part even that doesn't offend me because it's just a silly word you know to yeah. me I'm like, um, i'll go cry with all my money yeah um I think it's fun. If someone called me a dumb whore, I, honestly, I would probably laugh so hard. I'm laughing right now just thinking about it. Um, but oh, yeah. Like, what's wrong with being a whore? Are you mad? There's nothing wrong. There's plenty of, I think 50% of the planet is men, and I believe that they're uh, like about maybe 80% of them are whores. So what's the and difference? What's a whore in one way? Yeah, exactly. 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 Time, your energy, your you know. We're all whoring ourselves in some way or another, so technically we're all whores. Ooh, sorry to burst your bubble. You might as well be calling me a homo sapien. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like totally. Um, but yeah, but so you you're um. You're like an ambassador for Dawes Kill, and it's like so tight. You get like the coolest shit, like the coolest yeah. shoes and fucking clothes. I actually just harassed them into working oh, with me. <laughs> nice. Because I, I already shopped there uh, almost exclusively. I'm just they, I'm just obsessed with. They yeah. Have so many different things, uh, and so I went to their first sample sale that they had at the LA store, and I accidentally ended up meeting the art director and I was like how do I model for you and he was like oh well like let's exchange instagrams and then I just kind of bugged him a couple times I was okay like, hey, remember when remember when we brushed up against each other <laughs> randomly we were supposed to work together yeah and so finally he was like yeah and then they and then the first time actually I because I kind of just expected the first time to work them would be like a photo shoot but the first time i worked for them they hired me to come dance at their pride party and i was like okay okay and, and then they hired me again and, and that was without a poll but then the next time i danced for them was for like a launch party mm-hmm. and i was like hey should i bring it and they were like yeah fuck it bring it and they like set me up my own little area nice cool. very cool wow um, and so they were like your favorite brand, right? And you just like, yeah, you just made that right. happen. Yeah. Like, give me stuff. <laughs> yeah. You just made that happen. That's great. Yeah. But what are, what are your long-term goals? Like, what do you envision for yourself? Like, oh my God, what are you up to? Um, that's okay. I've, I don't know. I've always just been a person that's just like, I, I do what I want as I want to do it. And mm-hmm. I don't look too far in the feet. Like I've never been that person. that's like, I have a five year plan. Like, I mean, at this point I, I, I have a goal of continuously trying to like grow my brand and like my social media and, and trying to just work from there because as that grows, that will only bring me more opportunities mm-hmm. as weird as our society is, that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, oh, this pandemic, which sounds, well, you probably get it because I feel like for sex workers, this pandemic was like, not too bad because everyone all of a sudden is on the internet and needs entertainment and so like I know my OnlyFans blew up more than it was and Mm -hmm. like my Facebook blew up immensely and I don't know exactly why because I'm not super active on my Facebook but Mm -hmm. I went from 12,000 followers to 360,000 followers in like two weeks and I was like oh okay, I will work with this, you know, right. so, um, that's on Facebook. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. Um, I think like, yeah, I think that for some people there, well, there was a lot of opportunity and I think for a lot of others there was zero because yeah. I, it's a very privileged place to be an out sex worker online. Um, and not everybody can be, especially with, and you're probably familiar with this too, with the shadow banning that happens. Like, um, white women are less likely to get shadow banned, although we do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Believe me, we do. But we're a lot less likely to be shadow banned than um, women of color and anybody that's not skinny. That's um, yeah. So <laughs> our society is so great. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, while it is working out for some, it's not working out for others, um, which is why it's been, have you done any of these shows? Have you danced on any of the online shows where they like give portions of the money to like for mutual aid and stuff like that? Um, I don't, I, oh, I did one of them, but it was, I, I think it might've been before they started doing that. Okay. I'm oh, you're talking about the sure. Cyber Clown Girl well, show I did, specifically? I did the one with you. Oh, yeah, a while back, like in May or something. Yeah. It was before and, my operation. And I don't know why, but, like, they make me feel so awkward. Okay. I drank heavily for that show. Like, I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and, I, like, before we even did it, like, it wasn't, like, uncomfortable doing it because I ended up having fun. But, like, the anticipation of doing uh, it for whatever reason. If there's, like, a crowd watching me and I see them, I'm sure. like, yeah, cool. But for some reason, the idea of, I don't know what it is. It, like, it gave me so much anxiety. And so, yeah, I drank heavily for that yeah. show. And then uh, Gabrielle actually was just, like, asked me a couple times since, like, do you want to do it? And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I probably will. I just, uh, it gives me anxiety. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm right now. And she's like, it's cool, dude, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, why am I so weird about it? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's okay to be weird about it. Everyone's different, you know? You're, I mean, but for someone who's like, I love attention, I would love to be yeah. on stage. And then I'm like, don't look at me. Like, Dancing on camera is different, though. And and not only that, so something that I found really interesting in this transitional period for strippers is that, like, it it requires... I think I know what it is, man. Lily, a lot of times when you're on stage, you're zoned out. You're in your world. But when you're yeah. on the camera, like, you have to, like, literally pay attention to the camera. Like, you got to look into it. You got to be present to the camera. And that's yeah. the huge difference between stripping on stage and then stripping at home because in real life, the energy helps keep the glue together between you yeah. and the audience, the energy in the room and the sound. And, but in front of a computer, solo in front of your computer in your house and it's just like, it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to really like be creative and you don't get to dip out into the dressing room Mm-mm. and like get your bearings for like 20 minutes or however long you want to. Well, like, I turn the you camera just walk back up to the computer and you're like, hello. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy that? I hope yeah. So. You do chat for a minute afterwards, but then like I, I turn my camera off so I can like change and get a drink and go to the bathroom. So, yeah. but yeah, you do, you do right after your performance, you are like, like you said, hello. What did you think? So that was me. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see how that wouldn't be your style. Just from, like, working with you in the past. And and yeah. I, I don't think it's everyone's style. And it's fine. Yeah. You know? But I'm glad. I'm the person who gets weird at, like, the group dances, too. The group dances, like, weird me out. I don't like them. The group I mean, dances. Them so you're talking about, like, the group lap dances that we would do on stage. Yeah. Girl, I couldn't do those at the end. I was getting so pissed oh God, at nobody doing them right. Yeah. I would, like, yell at everybody. I'm like, you don't do it right. You're not doing it right. I'm not doing these I, anymore. When when I – so, at, like, at Crazy Girls, we didn't really, like, do them. And then at Cheetahs, they would do them. And I was – I would dip out to the bathroom. I was like, no, fuck. Oh, I got to pee. And I would go hide every time. And then when I started working at Jumbos, they were like, you get paid to. And I was like, oh. I want that 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> so they're coming up to you. They're like, do you want to do it? It's 20. And I'm like, looking at how much money I made. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, an extra Yeah. See, it's the dancers like you that hate doing the stage dance that drive the dancers like me nuts who just want to control how the stage dance is going. <laughs> I just like kind of hide in the back and then I like dance on their backside, but I don't like sitting on their lap. I'll get lap dances all day. Not on stage, but I don't need everyone staring at me do it. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Although the last couple times they did it, I did, like, get on that person's lap, and I was like, look at me. Yeah. wild. See? Yeah. I And I wanted to give, so I'm just going to give a shout-out to a strip club in um, Wisconsin called On the Border, okay? And I would watch these dancers do these, um, 
like bachelor and birthday lap dances on the stage and they would do they wouldn't do the whole crew like we would they would do like three to four of them okay and and I so I would go there to um live stream shows and like I was friends with the manager like he was really into blending pole dance fitness and strippers together and so we spent time I went there several times and I would so I've watched this so many times and the dancers bring the guy up on stage onto the chair and then they're like dancing around him and then one of the dancers gets in the chair and makes the customer get down on his hands and knees on the floor in front of him and then they reach under his pants and pull out his underwear waistband and they pull it up nice and high and stick the the stiletto part of their heel through the material of the fabric between the waistband and the material and then they rip the whole waistband up off their oh underwear God. on stage while their pants were still on. That's and amazing. I watched it so many times that I did that like two or three times on the stage at Jumbo's. I totally took what I saw from on the border from these dancers and did it at Jumbo's. And um, one time, Michelle, the bartender, who is technically the supervisor, um, was like, like, don't, don't do ever, <laughs> she said, don't ever, ever do that again. And I was like, oh, man, because it was such a People crowd pleaser. It, Everyone loved it. They loved it. And uh, what I understand is like, yeah. when it's like, I don't know, something so simple that's not like really hurting anybody, but like sometimes they'll just be like, don't do that. And you're like, but everyone loves it. Like, don't we want to, like... Because the one customer with, like, hella expensive underwear or something might complain. You know? I don't know. True. So we just sacrifice... can't grab their phones out of their hands anymore and throw them at (laughs) that person. It's going to complain. Yeah, like, too bad we can't, like, you know, snatch up their cars with crowbars either when they're, like, totally annoying us. We can't even, like, assault people anymore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but anyways, I I get it. It's not for everybody, Um, you know. But I'm I'm very glad that things have worked out for you um, quarantine sex work-wise. Very happy to hear that. Yeah. Trying my best. Yeah. You, and you look good doing it. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Want to be fabulous just like these strippers? Pay attention. It's stripper tips. Oh my God. You know, I, I feel like my stripper tip is going to be like different from what almost everyone would say. Perfect. Because I've had a lot of dancers give me this advice and okay. I'm like, no. Okay. Uh, I've had, like, because I've had so many customers that are like, oh, will you dance to this song? Will you do this? Like, can you do that? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I don't like it. So I'm not going to. Right. And I've had so many dancers be like, no, you want to play what the crowd's going to like or, like, what that guy's going to like with that. And I'm like, no. Right. That's not me. I'm right. not going to do that. Right. And I, but I also feel like that's gotten me where I am is, like, being me and no, I'm not going to do that just because you like it find a girl that'll do that for you because right. that's the whole idea of strippers is you come in and you can talk to whoever you want to yeah so if you want a girl like that you can find a girl like that but i'm not your girl then yeah so i would say just do you and don't try to like do what everyone else is doing to make money because what one girl will do making money like won't work for you yeah. So, like, you do your thing and find your thing that will make you your money. Nice. Good. Might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's great. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. Get ready for our rapid fire question round. It's time for four for one. Question number one. What food or food combo do you eat that people think is weird? Uh, Mustard on pizza. That's not weird. We used to do that on the East Coast in New Jersey in high school. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, people, every time I post about it, because I, I mean, I eat mustard with everything, but yeah. every time I post about it, people are like, is that mustard with your pizza? Because, like, yellow mustard, like. Yeah, delicious. And people are, like, weirded out. I'm like, if you think about it, it's just, like, bread, meat, cheese, tomato. That's a, that's sandwich it's ingredients. a freaking so sandwich. Be good? Yeah. All right, if you could live in any fictional world from books, TV, or movies, what world would you live in? 
Wow. Wow. Yes. But of course. That yes. was a good answer. Have you ever fooled around in your parents' bed? No. Yeah, that sounds. That made and me like, uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I don't listen to this podcast, but like for real, no. <laughs> that that's that made me uncomfortable. What's your go-to brunch drink? Mimosas. Mimosas with no juice in it. With like no juice. <laughs> like a drop. Just to give it like a tinge of flavor, but like. I'd like a juiceless mimosa, please. <laughs> You just bring me 17 bottles of champagne. Thank you. That would be great. I'll drink them from the bottle. Can you bring me 17 bottles of mimosa without the juice? That's you. Oh, my gosh. This has been an absolute pleasure. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I was hoping one day I could be on your podcast. Oh, stop. Because I, like, creepily watch that. Not creepily. I guess they're, like, public. It's not like I'm stalking you. But, like, I am. But I'm looking at my TV as if you can see it. I, uh, I'll be, like, on my phone, and then I'll project it to my TV. Like, really? I'll just, I'll just They'll just keep playing, you know, automatically, and so I'll just sit on oh, my phone and just, like, half watch, half listen to that. That is so cool. Yeah. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. Rad. the one with you and Jack the Stripper, and I was like... Isn't she amazing? Yeah. Very I cool. Her. I love her, too. I love you. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Thanks what- for having yeah, tell everyone how to find all the things to follow you. Um, uh, pretty much everywhere is like Lily Blue Moon, two L's, because nobody gets that right. Nobody. I know. Um, but yeah, Lily Blue Moon, Instagram. Uh, well, I guess on Facebook, just Lily Moon. Okay. Only fans is Lily Blue Moon. Lily Blue Moon. Cool. Easy peasy. Well, thank I you. Come, I want to come see your new house. Oh, my gosh. We want to have a Babe Town house party. Um, and yes. I will definitely. And we our first party will be babes only. So we'll yes. definitely let you know. And when I say babes, I mean femme. Femme babes only. No men. Yeah. No men. Yeah. But trans and femme men, yes. But, like, yeah. straight men. I should be clear. Straight men. No. Yeah. Just for yeah. the first party. Yeah, we want to save we space. We just need one minute where it's not. Just one. Just one. Yes, but you you are high on the invite list, my friend. Yay. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us, and thank you so much to our audience for tuning in. Please read, rate, rate, review, subscribe, and do all those fancy things, and click and share and tell your friends. Okay? Thanks. See you soon. We're Bye. now accepting four-for-one submissions from our listeners. You can send them in via Instagram at Yes a Stripper Podcast or on Twitter at Yes a Stripper Pod. Make sure to follow all the things and email any questions or concerns to Yes a Stripper Podcast at gmail.com. Tune in every Wednesday. See you soon.